Today on the Mike O'Mara Show. Has your mom always been geographically challenged like yes. this? Yes. She okay. once tried to drive to see my sister at, uh, at Towson University, and she made it to the New Jersey Turnpike. <laughs> if she's just turned 70, she's not all that old. She's really not. I mean, there are a no, lot of people that are functioning. I, I think uh, it let was. Let me the give heat. you a little man by the name of Dr. Anthony Fauci. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you worry about cognition, well, Shannon and that type saw of thing. running on the street yesterday. Yeah, he was look, yeah, he was looking for his car. <laughs> <laughs> All that and more. The Mike O'Mara Show starts now. Mike O'Mara Radio Entertainment. Today's episode of The Mike O'Mara Show is brought to you by our bonus packages. Please go to MikeO'MaraShow.com and click on the bonus banner. You'll get access to all of our bonus content, and even better, you'll be helping out TMOS. So please, quit sucking, and we thank you. Available on demand every day in iTunes and the Google Play Store and around the world on MikeO'MaraShow.com. What more can we do for you? It's The Mike O'Mara Show. You know, with all the uh, talk in uh, America uh, during this election cycle about cognitive issues mm-hmm. uh, between the, the president and Joe Biden and having two of the oldest men to ever compete on the uh, presidential stage, mm-hmm. I, I've been thinking, uh, it's made me think about age more. It's made me think about uh, my own uh, run and when I would get to a point where it would be. I, I watched... I don't know how. Do, do I you feel? This. I mean, I know I'm closing in on fifty. You're you're sixty plus. Do you feel right. that the world is just getting older? World seems uh, older than it did when we were little. Oh, oh, I I felt that for a long time, and I think. Oh, okay. what do you mean by older? I, I mean, think just, just people are general, older. Oh, no. You go if I, well. Look where I live. Uh, <laughs> when, you know, I mean, I live in Maine and uh, Florida. I I. I am the classic, uh, even though I go back earlier and I'm a resident of Florida and my kid goes you're to surra- school. Your surroundings, father. I think, dictate it's that. Kind of, yeah. It's kind of, my, yeah. I went up to visit my daughter in Brooklyn uh, a couple of years back and uh, went out on a Friday night and felt like a vampire. Yeah. Like I was literally sucking in the energy yeah. of youth. Uh, and it was so special to me. And I, I, I look at young people now. Uh, that aren't family members. I'll be driving along and I'll see. Saw a young lady uh, that was uh, with her husband or boyfriend, and they had just gone uh, clam digging. She's hauling these big buckets mm. into the back of the truck, and I'm just going. I'm looking at it. And I'm going. I felt like a vampire. Yeah, like, yeah. Living oh, life. Look, look at her youth. Yeah. She'll be doing that for a long time. <laughs> that will be. I, I I think about it a lot, and. Uh, then when I'm just uh, doing some surfing, I come across this old hee-haw reunion mm. on, uh, on on the internet, and it's Roy Clark, and Roy Clark is sitting there and has this yep. look on his face yep. like this, the, he's the look not there. that kind of that's just not not quite there. And I think about that. I think about that all the time. I bring this up because Oscar this week came in and was talking about. Uh, his mom, who's really not all that old, not that right. far away from my age. No. Your mom is in her seventies, right? Seventy uh, or seventy-one? She just turned seventy. Yeah, she just she turned, just turned the, seventy. What is the word seventy in Spanish? Setenta. Okay. Uh, cincuenta. Uh, sesenta. <laughs> sesenta. Uh, yeah. Sesenta is sixty, right? Sesenta. Sesenta is is sixty, and ciente. Setenta. 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 Yes. I never got up that far. Yeah, you know? there you go. Oh, that's Spanish three stuff. Pretty good. Pretty uh, good. So you were talking about your mom getting lost. Yeah. And uh, and when you speak about your mom, because you're younger, 
you know, I, I, I hang with people your mom's age when I'm down in Florida on a Party. regular basis. I hang with them. Where are you going? Uh, I'm just uh, unplugging these headphones because I hear a slapback on me. A slapback. Oh, yes. Nice. Uh, you talk about your mom. I forget sometimes that your mom is closer to my age than you are. And uh, you talked about her getting yeah. lost. She calls in, you uh, a Senor Mike. Senor Mike. <laughs> uh, Mr. Mike. So she got, uh, was she, she didn't, does she drive? Yeah, she still drives. She's, she's, uh, she's like, like a she drive. She's spry. <laughs> Uh, so she, uh, this is, this is, uh, <laughs> my mom is so sweet, but so stuck in her ways. And I think if you get older, you're like, okay, I'll just do it my way. Excuse me. You want to yep. leave that out later on. That's um, fine. She had, my brother was kind of the anesthesiologist bought her a brand new Lexus. I would say Lexus about, uh, seven years ago now. Is that the one where she thought there was a lady in the dashboard? Yeah. Where she said, Bluetooth, por favor, on <laughs> Uh, what she didn't realize is on her phone. Um, so, um, if you please <laughs> connect to me. Um, so I fixed that that one day. She won't use her GPS, so she still has her Garmin from 12, 15 years ago. Whatever. Why won't she use the GPS? Because she doesn't want to learn it, and she knows how to oh, okay. use a little big box uh, Garmin, uh, Garmin that looks like a toaster. So it's right. Very, I get right. that. Yeah, so now see, fun. I get that. I understand that. So, so the Garmin is something that I think has saved her for the last, uh, I won't say, decade. Around town. It's and, not like a Garmin thing with like a suction cup on it that sits on the dashboard. No, no, she has it as her passenger. She doesn't even know how to suction it up there. She just so she just sits on the seat. She takes it out of her big old lady bag and plops it right on her seat, types in on the big keypad, and then it gets so moving. At yeah, least she doesn't have like the, the box of map CDs in her trunk. Correct. correct. That's that's the old, old, yeah, the old way. The old way. But, Can I interject right. with yeah. an, uh, a question about... Uh, apps um because okay. uh, i use my phone yeah. usually i don't uh, i think most you know, modern uh i guess tech savvy humans do their phone is yeah. a gps and you know my 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 uh my my big behemoth uh has a uh has a nav in it but i i usually use i have a i have a thing in the car called carplay yeah where you kind of yeah. hook it up mm -hmm. to your phone that's a great uh, system what is the deal with uh MapQuest, or i should say google maps does anybody have the problem, or is it my phone, where sometimes it talks to ye and sometimes it doesn't talk to ye? It gets frustrating. You can try it. Gets very, very I can always turn it off. On I can't off. Can stand it when it talks yeah. to me. I prefer, when I put my map in, if I'm alone, especially if I'm alone, yes. I prefer to have it uh, squawking to me. I like it telling me that in one mile I need to take a right. I don't want to have to keep looking, 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 because that makes me a distracted driver. Thank you very much. But if you're listening to music, and I, and if you're alone, you probably are. Yeah, don't you hate when, you know, someone is singing a song and then all of a sudden the lady talks to you? I hate that. Make a left. I, I hate it when I'm listening Burbank. to news, which is what I listen to in the car quite right. a bit. And or I uh, am having a conversation. That's the worst when you might be having your phone coming through. Oh, that's horrible. And yeah, it's just like so. Uh, what we're going to do? We need you to get there in the next mile. <laughs> take a right hand turn. And I've always found that the Person, lady who's in, with you, the lady inside <laughs> the machine, she wants to talk. You know, here's some advice to be if you're going over the George Washington Bridge right about that time when everything's merging up in New yeah, York City, yeah. might not be a good idea to have a uh, phone call coming through your car. Probably a bad idea mm, because you're going to get a lot of conflicting voices. But yeah. anyway, mm. I digress. Uh, back to your mom. I'm okay. sorry. Uh, so for the 70 plus years she's been on this earth, she's never called us with an SOS um, that she's lost and doesn't know where <laughs> she's going and doesn't know where her car is. Um, so I I might have been pr producing and engineering the Richard Haas interview. 
when I get the call oh from my mom. We'll have a clip from uh, the, uh, the, the, the All the Best, the best. Yes. All the best yeah. which is a uh, Podcast Village production from the uh, George and Barbara Bush Foundation that is really interesting. Uh, we're just going to play a small clip today. Uh, Richard Haas is a yeah. wonderful episode guy. is out Oscar now. Works on that. Feel mm-hmm. free to, and uh, the whole team of Podcast Village here does, uh, feel free to uh, subscribe to All the Best on any of your apps. Got some neat audio coming up on or, the show. Or, or but, podcast but, but to be Spotify, fair, when you're when you're engineering an interview with uh, the grandson of a former president yes. and also one of the leading diplomatic minds in the world, you've already got something on your mind. Yeah, you're sort of focused. I usually so what happened? I usually snooze my mom uh, till 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 the next day. Like I, if I'm working, I'm not answering the phone. So <laughs> what, what uh, happened? So I look at the phone. It's first a regular phone call. I'm like she just disrespects me. Like I got nothing else going on. So, but I'm still talking. I'm I'm, I'm looking at the screen. I'm off camera. I'm monitoring the levels. I'm moving on. I'm taking notes from the interview. And um, then I get a FaceTime from her. I said, disrespect. How dare she call me twice in a row? She knows if I don't answer. And that's escalating. That is almost like military escalation. If you go from a phone call to a FaceTime. But at this point, I'm like, she's 70. She's butt dialing me. She's in that big purse and something's hitting that button and it's moving along. Right, and right. then um, I get a text. And for this woman to text, it's SOS time, which says, Estoy perdido, which is I'm lost. <laughs> and, <laughs> and at that point. How do you spell? Is that P-E-R-D-I-D-O? Uh, yeah, yes. Perdido. <laughs> uh, and, then, and then so then it stops there. And then the next one comes in and says, Ayuda, which means help. And I'm like, oh, God, lady, you're killing me. So I do what every great son does. I think of the, the person that's less busy than I am, one tier down, that knows my mom, can deal with her broken English right. somewhat, and that is my wife. So I literally uh, look at my phone while I'm looking at the screen, listening with my headphones on. I dial Shannon on speaker, because no one's going to hear that, and say, right. please call my mom. She's lost, I think. <laughs> Don't Nothing know. Shannon likes better than getting that call yeah, from you. Yeah. So sure. Then, then I hang up and get back to business. Uh, go back to, uh, I would say, f- uh, an hour's done. I, I walk down from the fourth floor to the second floor. I see Shannon. And I, said, uh, I said, what's the story? And she's she's like, I'm leaving. Your, mo- uh, your, your mom's definitely lost. And I'm like. All right, hold on. I got to stop yeah. you right here. Yeah. All right. Would it be safe to say, and I'm going to let you go right on with yes. this. Would it be safe to say, I know your mom and dad sacrificed for you kids, brought you to this country yeah. from Bolivia. It's a it's a great story. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they did wonderful. They've got a, a kids that they raised uh, all their children with yes. uh, wonderful work ethics. And yes. They've done very well. Would it be safe to say you're aware of that, uh, you children, and you maybe have pampered this woman just a little I bit? Agree. I agree. Where, where, where these, are she all, these are all is, facts. These she's are all facts. only 70. These 70 is not as old as it used yeah, to be. But, no. this, but this is the problem. I've been making jokes about setting her up in Leisure World for the last 20 years. Right. So for her and for those of you not in the know around the country, Leisure World is a world-renowned facility. That As a takes fountain. Assisted living. <laughs> assisted living. Yes. One of the, the original assisted living. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> the first. When they, back when they weren't on every corner. And it's no, a, I remember you drive by. There's a fountain out front. It looks it fantastic. 1.1 miles away from our home in Olney. Horrible name. And I know and I know this because I one time map quested, I said, Mom, we could visit you all the time. You're one point one miles away. (laughs) You barely have to move. Yeah, you're not really moving, you still got the same uh, zip code and everything. Exactly. So um my mom for years now, for the last let's say four to five years, she says, I'm never selling this house. You'll have to bury me in it. 
because oh, see, that's not that's selfish. That's not nice. That's but not Mike, nice to all the kids. I do is break balls about hey, it's time for you to go. Or this, <laughs> okay. no. all right, that's funny. <laughs> so you know, were you? Did you? Funny. When you was that in response to you saying that to her? Yeah, or did yes, she just yes. declare? I don't it? want her to sell the house. She can live there as long as she wants. But okay. I like going there and seeing that stack of junk mail and going through and then reading off the Leisure World pamphlet to her aloud. <laughs> just, I wish just, to get a 20, ride, just to get a rise I wish out of her. <laughs> 20 to 25 years yes. in that house. Yeah, yeah. So I get a, God I try, bless her. I try to get a rise out of her by reading it aloud and say, <laughs> look, look, they just opened up a new pool. This is pre-pandemic. <laughs> um, and then, and oh, then she says, um, so she gets all mad and, you know, curses me in Spanish and then I'd runs love upstairs. I to be part of that. I love to play. I wish I speak, I spoke fluent Spanish so I could just be there for that conversation. Yeah. Oh, they opened up a new pool. Hey, <laughs> Like, like, man. <laughs> and then she goes upstairs. Um, and then, hey, look what they have for dinner tonight. Taco night. Huh? <laughs> Taco Not Tuesdays. Bad. Taco Tuesday at LW. <laughs> so she, oh, so Shannon gets in the car. God bless her. She races to, um, Bethesda, Maryland, and I'm going to send you the picture that my mom sent because she doesn't know how to <laughs> explain to anybody. She so said, she is in case she's lost. She's, and lost she's her incapable car of, and she, of doing anything. She's disoriented. She's, wait a minute, she's lost her car. She's lost her car. Oh, so oh, she's a pedestrian. She's a pedestrian. She's, a wait, pedestrian. she's on foot. Oh, I, I missed this. <laughs> I thought she hooves. was in. I thought she was in a vehicle. No, just driving around. She lost her oh. car with her Garmin. Oh, yeah, yeah. But now, hold on. We have to stop and, and re, re, reset here. Okay. I thought she was driving and she lost when, she lost her way when she was in a car. So she went to her destination. Yes. Parked her car. Yes. It was a doctor's appointment. Yes. Came out of her doctor's <laughs> office. Yes. Was parked on the street, I assume. Correct. And she got turned around. Yes. And she's lost her way. She's been on, she, on foot. In the heat for an hour. Oh, I forgot we're in the middle of the hottest summer. Yeah, of the, now of I'm history. worried. Me too. Now I'm officially, yeah, now I'm officially, officially worried. I'll, look, I, I probably wouldn't have left the Bush uh, production because, you know, work comes first and it's our reputation. No, but I get it. It's a but terrifying feeling, But my feeling, wife can sure. deal with her, and she did. But I'll tell you, my mom did not make it easy. As I'm going to send the group the picture that she sent to my wife to let her know where she is. She said, I'm in old Georgetown. And she said, where? Old Georgetown. And we live in now, Georgetown. Now, now, did she, where was her doctor's appointment? Yeah. In Bethesda. It's impossible for her to be in old Georgetown. Unless she's on old Georgetown Road and she thinks oh, that's old the- old Georgetown <laughs> Pike. Oh, okay. Yeah, old Georgetown Pike. Yeah. yeah. Right. I see okay. now. I so can see where that would like, be an issue. Chan's like, you're in Georgetown. <laughs> no. I'm in old George. She goes, Mrs. Ceballos. We are in old Georgetown. You're not in something. You are on, <laughs> on a something. street one. And my mom yells at Chan. She goes, I'm in Bethesda. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Poor and by Shannon. the way, old Georgetown is not a thing. No, it's just it's Georgetown. Not, but if you're a foreigner, you got to yes, decipher the exactly. code, right? Exactly. Did yeah. she park her car on, on old Georgetown street? Pike? Yes. On old old, that is yeah. not a side street. Yeah, but, that but, is but, a but rather. Plenty of parking there. Yeah. Is it Old Georgetown Pike? Is that no? I think it's old, no. There's Georgetown Pike and Old Georgetown Road. I mean, Old Georgetown Road, another main drag though. Correct. Yeah, yes, a yes. big one. Yeah. yeah so old this Georgetown, Georgetown Road. Biggest... Yes. So this is the picture she sent my 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 wife. Okay. This is the only marker she sent her. This is where I am. <laughs> I I, uh, I kind of recognize those buildings from that. It's part a of street the world. sign. Yeah. So right. at this point, uh, my my brother has been brought into the SOS. 
the anesthesiologist. So I felt a little yes. better about her disrespecting me. Uh, now she's disrespecting my brother. And my brother is literally in the hospital between patients, thank God, looking at Google Maps to look for the same picture to match up the street view for where my mom might be. Did she? <laughs> this the whole is thought the, of maybe right, a cross street never entered her mind. No. <laughs> how much of this? Now, this is a serious. This has been in the news a lot. Yeah, so we're talking alert. about. Yeah. How much of this? <laughs> silver alert. And I we've named the show. How, <laughs> how much of this is cognition, and how much of this I, is being I, Bolivian in America? I, no, no. I think that look, she's assimilated. She will. She she go. Uh, I know English. She'll yell at you, right? But this right. is what she got her way. She made her way yes. to the doctor's appointment. Then what? She came out of the building and just got totally lost. Got turned I think around. That and this is what she she will tell us. So I got a little bit more out of her literally this weekend when I said, "Mom, what really happened?" Right. I think she finally broke down and called us two hours into looking for her car. Oh, the she, poor thing. See, she I was, feel bad. For she was scared yeah. that old leisure world would come knocking because yeah. we start being concerned about it's it. It's a bad oh, sign. So a bad because sign. yesterday Dang. she said that she goes three hours. I said you said you were out there for an hour. You called us. And I she bet goes, she, she goes, was Oscar. she was out there. Yeah. Yeah, she's oh, out there. see, now I feel bad. So, but but the you gotta question, know when to, when, to, when to ask for help, Mike. You can't just be too proud. You know that. But, but yeah, and also, if to, she had called when she first got lost, she wouldn't have been in a session. Yeah, yeah, she would have so, been. Timing would have been perfect. Timing did she would be give great. any more? Did she give any more detail yes, on how this is what happened? This might have happened because I'm kind of a rheumatoid. Um, rheumatoid. Rheumatoid. A rheumatoid arthritis. Her doctor. Doctor. Yeah, her right. doctor. Her moved, rheumatologist. Rheumato thank you, rheumatologist. Yes. He moved to Bethesda to on old Georgetown Road. So she went right. to a new doctor's office. She went into one of those buildings that has, it's in basically a cross street, like four different streets are covered. She I went understand. At, and in Bethesda, you've got a lot of those. Some of them have sure. atriums. Yes. And so they're she, confusing. She, she went in one entrance and, and went out the one that she thought she came in on and then got turned around. That happens then that, she, because, you know, there's if it's an atrium building, yeah. there's going to yeah. be a left and a right, and they look exactly then the same. That's, that's the last generous thing I'm going to say she's about She's got the situation. mask. She's got the mask the entire time. She's already scared because she's in that, uh, you know, death zone of, of uh, she's got an autoimmune si situation going on. Right. And right, so, so then she's hot. Then she walks around on those, you know, heels that she likes to wear regardless of how old she is for two hours. Doesn't want she's to, she's, not. Let me just say this. If she's just turned 70, she's not all that old. She's really not. I mean, there are a no, lot of people that are functioning. I, I think uh, it let was me the give heat. you a little man by the name of Dr. Anthony Fauci. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you worry about cognition. Well, Shannon and that type saw of thing. running on the street yesterday. Yeah. He was, yeah he was looking for his car. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Uh. <laughs> So she got turned around and she poor got turned thing around. was out there for a and long And then she time. was scared because yes. she was, I mean, I guess all that shtick adds up after a while, Mike, when yes. you're like, hey. Well, you, know. you second guess yourself <laughs> and you know. She was embarrassed and scared, but this is the coup d'etat of everything. But she's sharp, right? Your mom is sharp. She is. She is. She's sharp okay. enough to hide that she's lost because she thinks yeah. her kids are going to sell the house. Yeah, but um, not sharp <laughs> enough to know where her car is. She falls right in that gray area. So two Silver things happen. alerts. <laughs> A lady asked her because she saw her walking around and saw her probably sweating. And this old lady just walk Poor and then thing. somebody I said, "Hey, for your mom, I want to give her a hug right get now. Get in my car. I'll drive you around to find your car." Because she mm -hmm. saw she, the lady roll down her window. She goes, "Are you okay? Like, do you need help?" Right. She obviously looked like she was in distress. And my mom, 
because she's seen every unsolved mystery known to man. <laughs> she, she's like, no quería meterme en otro problema, which is I didn't want to cause, uh, create another problem. And yeah. I'm like, you're going to kill me? You're going to kidnap put her. Put me in the trunk of like, your car and the, take me all away. All that will be left is the flip flop on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> so Poor she, thing, I she feel didn't bad get for in the car. And then this is the great part. So Shannon finally finds her. Mm-hmm. Um, Shannon quickly because she's been corresponding with my brother god bless him because i was in the session and he, my brother says whatever you do grab her phone put in her code because we all know her code and then share her location with the entire family because you can share those so this will never happen again like just right. from your iphone to the entire family no, so we got dibs on her wherever she is wherever mm-hmm. the phone is. right right um so we do we, we do that and then my mom looks at shannon and says what took you so long and then, oh, <laughs> see, why is she mean to your wife? Well, because she's why overheated she and hostile. And, and any yeah, Latino she's is overheated and hostile and cranky. And my ma, and my and my uh, beautiful wife, who thought she 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 looked in her purse, picked up a seltzer and said, "I brought you a drink." <laughs> and her uh, whole attitude changed. And yeah, she Shannon, oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Shannon is such a sweetie. I mean, she really is. And it's just like it's the way it works, and, here, and, it's, and very sweet. So then, at that point, um, my my wife takes a mental note and says, and this is a quick sidebar. She says, you know, she's probably so scared and disoriented because she could have just said she's at TD Bank, which is right in front of where she was standing, because all they were asking is for markers. And she goes, right. I'm in Old Georgetown, and <laughs> <laughs> TD Bank in Bethesda. There's one of them. She could have yeah. said that, and she didn't go in the bank. She was scared because. Again, this COVID nineteen. That's a hell of a nice condo she was standing in front of. Her. <laughs> yeah, that's that's Very high nice. dollar right there. That's mm-hmm. a high dollar condo. Yeah. And then um, and convenient to the bank. And then mm-hmm. she says, um, she says to Shannon, "Okay, you you drive me to uh, Wisconsin Avenue, and then you point, and I go." So <laughs> it's well, she's saying now she wants to start all over again. No, where where she wants Shannon to drop her off and she's on her own. No, Is that she, what wants she wants her now. She wants Shan, she wants a caravan out to Wisconsin Avenue, right? And she wants Shannon to pull over and point in the direction she needs to go, and she'll be okay. So Shannon, like, it's, like she doesn't realize that my mom like has her little car a Garmin. She's got to put all right. her GPS in. So Shannon goes to Wisconsin Avenue. Wisconsin Avenue is pretty effing busy. Uh, sure. And so she pulls over. My mom pulls over and they're both just idly standing there back to back. Two cars. Right. And Shannon's like pointing, like doing this and that. No. What my mom always wants. And we've done wait, wait, for- wait, wait, wait. Now yes. this is where you're, this yes. is where the whole family's challenged in this regard. Probably like the <laughs> doctors. But you are. Thank you. Challenge. What do you say about two cars back to back? Shannon is is your mother in the car with Shannon right now? No, my mom's my mom's found her car because Shannon's driven her to her car. Shannon got her to her car and she's asking Shannon to. Did lead I miss her. that? Did he say that at any point? Did, did she? I did Shannon got her to her car. I thought it yeah, was well, by the time we got the soda, then they they drove to the car. The yeah. seltzer, they got rather. to the car. It was around the corner, so she was close. She was around so the corner. So she meets yeah. your mom's. Shannon finds your mom standing on the yeah, street. Yeah, literally probably 500 feet from her car. But she's and so exhausted and overheated that she's just Immediately like, finds it. And then Shannon's going to lead your mother out. To Wisconsin Avenue. To, to get home. Yes, to get to home. Start, get the home. starting, yes. lo- the yeah. starting yeah. line. Yeah. Sit in the easy yeah. chair and maybe so take a nice So what Shannon doesn't know is I've gone through this a thousand times in every, every Sabalos in our family. When my mom says to point, it's not just like stick your hand out and point which way to right. go. It's open the door. Oh, you got to get, get out, out of the car, walk over to her and say, you're going this way. So Shannon is inside her SUV 
and she's pointing like yeah. out the window, like this way, this way. As and my any normal just, person would. My mom's just sitting there, and she's like hanging out, and and then she finally gets frustrated and calls me. And goes, "What are you doing?" She goes, "I'm pointing." She goes, "No, <laughs> no, come show me." <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> No. Has your mom always been geographically challenged like yes. this? Yes. She okay. once tried to drive to see my sister at, uh, at Towson University, and she made it to the New Jersey Turnpike. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So this wanna, has nothing to, to do cause with cause trouble. But, but, yeah, go ahead. I got to ask, if she got to her car... Why did she need to get to Wisconsin Avenue? She was scared. If she, has, she was scared. If she, she but she has her garment. She trusted the system anymore. She was freaked out. Yeah, she didn't trust the system she anymore. And she wanted a little extra yeah, help yeah. to All get right. out of Bethesda. I understand that. Okay. My, which my, which my, very mom, well could have been the Arctic Circle based on the afternoon My mom needs I'm a valet every time. Like, there's no... Most people say, hey, right. Mike, if you're like, hey, get me to the highway and then just point me in the direction you got to go, you stick right. your hand out and point. Right. I know. You don't do the move when you're a patrol. If you remember this, you can cross the walk. Yeah. Well, let me just make a suggestion. Yes. I yeah. know he started a new job, but if that doesn't pan out, I think there is a gentleman named Adrian Garcia that <laughs> that could be her hoke. Yeah. He could be a her driver? driving Miss yeah. Daisy. I, Absolutely. Maybe. And he the could beauty take of your it mom is to the Piggly Wiggly. He's smaller than the Garmin. So he would <laughs> take up less room. I don't think I don't think she's losing it. I think we got another ten years before that happens. God, I hope so. Uh, but so I it's think not... it was the heat. I think it was the heat, got the it. mask, the stress. Yeah, she's geographically challenged. Yeah. Has yeah. been for a long time. Yeah. Obviously, mm. this is not cognition. Uh no. this is it. You know, she needs to go to a geography boot camp. That's what she needs to do. <laughs> Give her geography boot camp yeah. and uh, you know. And make sure that we tell Diego that, uh, you know, there might be another job in his future. I'll let him know. Good luck <laughs> Thank you. All right, good luck, Thank Mom. You. It's the Michael Mara Show. You can listen to the Michael Mara Show at www.michaelmarashow.com. Stay tuned for an outstanding entertainment program. It's the Michael Mara Show. Let's get down to business. From the entertainment capital of the world. I knew the Germans would hire you, Sala. You're the best digger in Egypt. My services are entirely inconsequential to them. Indeed. Hired or shanghaied every digger in Cairo. The excavation is enormous. They hire only strong backs and they pay pennies for them. It is as if the pharaohs had returned. When did they find the map room? Three days ago. They have not one brain among them. Except one. He's very clever. He's a French archaeologist. What's his name? Well, we call him Baloche. <laughs> Belloc. Hmm. Bella. Dr. Jones, again, we see there is nothing you can possess which I cannot take away. And you thought I'd given up. You chose the wrong friends. This time it will cost you. <gasps> Too bad the Jovitos don't know you the way I do, Belloc. Yes, too bad. You could warn them if only you spoke Jovitos. <gasps> Hello! He's such a dick. Why don't you come on down here? I'll show you. Thank you, my friend, but I think we are all very comfortable up here. That's right, isn't it? Yes, we are very comfortable up here. So once again, Jones, what was briefly yours is now mine. What a fitting end to your life's pursuits. You're about to become a permanent addition to this archaeological find. Who knows? 
In a thousand years, even you may be worth something. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? Asps. Very dangerous. You go first. It's the Mike O'Mara Show. Mike O'Mara, Rob Spiewak, Oscar Santana. And now, from his easy chair, here's Mike. We are live from the Podcast Village Studios in our nation's capital, Washington, D.C., very close to Bethesda. Uh, the Mike O'Mara Show is on <laughs> right now. And we're all... Heard all over the joint. Uh, Thunder Bay, Ontario, Canada, Williamsburg, Brooklyn, New York, uh, Swan Quarter, North Carolina. I'd love to visit there. Myersville, Maryland, uh, Camden, Maine, beautiful little town in Maine. Richie, rich, rich. Uh, not all of it, but, you know, like those towns. Uh, sure. Park Rose in Portland, Oregon. The Mike O'Mara Show is on now. Um, I have been getting Kiwi Co. crates. For my son for a good long time now. And the cool thing about the uh, KiwiCo crates during a pandemic is it's not a screen. It's not your child sitting in front of the TV or sitting in front of a video game Mm -hmm. or playing Minecraft for 19 hours a day. It is an actual project and an art project or a science project that you get in the mail. It comes to you. You open it up. There's real stuff in there, and you can do it with your kid. My son is seven years old. Uh, These are super cool, hands-on projects every single month. KiwiCo actually got Michael interested in astronomy, and uh, then Dirk brought him a telescope. So KiwiCo results in good things happening. Thanks to uh, the solar spinner that we made together and his constellation lantern. I was even surprised by how much I love this as an adult. You can do this with your children, and there are different crates for kids of all ages. So there is something for everyone and uh, every kid on your list. It's KiwiCo, people. KiwiCo, redefining play with hands-on projects that build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills. There is something for every kid or kid at heart at KiwiCo. We genuinely love it. Get your first month free at KiwiCo. That's K-I-W-I-C-O dot com slash T-M-O-S. And uh, you're going to love it like we did. Uh, I really loved it when we built a kaleidoscope, too. Yes. That was Mm -hmm. super fun. And it just is the satisfaction of doing something real. That's tangible, not virtual, yeah. that's not on a screen. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for that outlet and you're saying, my kids are static, they are stagnant, they need something new, get KiwiCo. You will absolutely love it. Uh, later on today in the podcast, make sure we do this before we get out of here, right. want to play a clip from uh, one of the podcasts that uh, Oscar works on that he's put a lot of effort into called All the Best, which is uh, put on by uh, the George and Barbara Bush Foundation, hosted by uh, Sam LeBlonde, who is the grandson of George H.W. Bush and uh, grandson of uh, Barbara Bush as well. The thing that's cool about this is... This this week on their podcast, they delve into, with Richard House, who's a genius in his own right, they delve into the invasion of Kuwait, one of the uh, most significant moments in the George H.W. Bush presidency. And what you're going to hear when we play this a little bit later on uh, is a... You know what? We won't wait. Let's let's okay. have that standing. Right. Might as well dive right in, because I'll forget. I don't want to do that. This is, uh, to me, something presidential that I think people should hear. Uh, whether ye be a Democrat or a Republican, you're you're hearing what is essentially an audio diary where what President Bush did, and I'm sure other presidents as well, they have dictated 
almost continuously during their workday, the items of the day. It's it's a uh, I think they call them contemporaneous notes. Yeah. Uh, there, th- this process. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Oscar, because I'm not 100 <clears throat> percent sure on this. This process is done to not only enhance the permanent record and make sure that you have a permanent mm-hmm. record mm-hmm. of the incidences, uh, thought processes, where you were with things, but it's also uh, it, it, it's a way of making sure the entire that you team are, is the, on the, the same team, page, that the, the team is organized yes. on the same page yeah. and the things are going on. Because it's such what a I, fluid situation when it comes to really uh, a nation on the brink of war. Yeah. That um, you want to make sure that everything has been accounted for and you are not leaving any of the details. Because think about it, a a government, especially, let's say, the White House in the past has been run by many individuals and team members. And if there are idiosyncrasies or messages that are, frankly, not passed along or or, or, or really shared with the team or really really on on the record, Mm -hmm. then what good does it do? And and for example, Mike, we, we deal with this on a much much different level but we're lucky in today's society to have like slack or email chains or all these threads of the record right. this right this, i mean this is a different era then i don't want to say it was the dark ages but as far as technology is concerned this is as good as it got mm-hmm. and what struck me and the reason i wanted to play this on our show is uh, a word there's a reason when you hear this tape i think you'll know why uh this this position is called the commander-in-chief because this man has command of the issues of the day. He is not reading. He is dictating from his memory uh, of recent events, but it doesn't matter because the fact is this guy has it going on. This is uh, on so many levels, the effort that is required to do this job properly, the number of individuals that uh, he has had to uh, have brief him, mm-hmm. uh, the international relations that they have. It's why they have Richard Haas on it, because he worked uh, in the HW presidency. Uh, and then for those of you that kind of just like uh, the cool stuff, you're hearing the presidential air uh, Marine One Marine spooling yeah. up, spooling up. And it's funny because there's a missed golf date in this. Yes. Yeah. And. I just want to play, uh, by the way, if you want to check out It's All the Best, George and Barbara uh, with Sam LeBlond, and it's a great podcast that's produced out of Podcast Village. I think you'll enjoy this. This is a clip from uh, one of their episodes called This Will Not Stand. This is about uh, the invasion of Kuwait when it was happening. Yes, Rob Spiewak. This, uh, just for uh, context, August 5th, 1990, and I believe it was a Sunday, right. and, and he had to fly back from Camp David to the White House. Iraq had gone into uh, Kuwait, and we mm. didn't know what the hell was going on. Saddam Hussein, uh, you know, obviously a lot happened after that. Uh, mm. Went on for years and years, including the presidency of his own mm-hmm. son. So That's this right. is history. But what I wanted to play is listen to the competency and the command of the issues of the day that uh, that George H.W. Bush had. I think you might get a kick out of this. Let's listen. It's now Sunday afternoon, and I'm heading back to Washington couple hours earlier than I'd expected. I expected to go play golf at 1.30 with Brady, Sam Nunn, and Scowcroft, but there's too much going on. So I will get to the White House now at 3 o'clock and get ready for a 5 o'clock overall review meeting. It's been probably the most hectic 48 hours since 
I have been present and for national security interests. I've been on the phone incessantly and have written down a long collection of names. The bottom line is that the West is together. Japan, Taifu calling me early Sunday morning to tell me that his cabinet had acted on four major points. Essence, it boils down to cutting off everything economically with Iraq. Dr. Prime Minister Mulroney, Canada is with us in the United Nations and in NATO. Mulroney called me Sunday to tell me of a call he had with Ozal. Ozal, as I know from a personal call with him, wants collective action under Chapter 7, giving him some cover. He wants the Saudis to cut off the pipeline. He wants interdiction of the oil by sea. And then he, Ozal, will do his part. But he can't do it alone. The Iraqis send an emissary, and Ozal feels the man is lying. The Iraqis yesterday sent a word out they were going to withdraw in 24 hours, start withdrawal. And so far, there's no sign of withdrawal at all. There's simply a feeling that they're stalling and delaying. And in fact, this morning's intelligence was just the contrary. It's intercepts of the UAE being threatened. All right. And it goes on and on. And it's right up in the intergovernment. That uh-huh. is the man speaking contemporane- contemporaneously, dictating this. And it's just, I mean, that goes on for another 10 minutes. It gives you chills. I love his thought process. You can see the mind of a man who knows diplomacy and strategy and governing. And he just connects all the issues in a very linear way. And it's really a fascinating listen. Got it. And I'm sure he's not the only president that has uh, done that. Many many of them maybe by by notes. But you're hearing the way he did it. And you're getting a sense of the magnitude of world events and what it takes. And Richard Haas is on that uh, show, interviewed by uh, by Sam LeBlanc, LeBlanc yes. mm-hmm. and uh, and talks about that time and, and what and, it was and, like and, and what happened. May I may mm-hmm. I add this? And, and Mike, you know that. Um, You've you and the entire audience has seen um, what this evolution of just not just the show, our show here, but the podcast village and Mm -hmm. um, the wonderful high profile clients we've been um, really, really pleased to work with on a daily basis. It's exciting. But what I would say is this, that regardless of party or a party, a political party, your affiliation, just understanding that we had somebody in the White House that was that capable like it made me feel so so prideful of yeah of 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 what he was able to do outside of our work together with the foundation or anything like that but hearing that made me feel like the right person at that time was in office yeah and uh, and he, this is a guy that cut his teeth in uh, lots of different uh, CIA a lot of yeah. different uh, government yeah. positions and uh, it's nice to have somebody in charge who uh, you know? Who's that versed on it? It's it's it was just fascinating also, to hear what was out, going on. Building coalitions is what he's talking outside about. Outside of too. politics, just a window into history. Yeah, yeah, and uh, really, really neat. That uh, if you want to know what all the best uh, the podcast is all about, it's really friends of uh, George and Barbara Bush and these recollections and going back in history. If you've got a uh, you know, if you're a student of history, I think it's a wonderful series to uh, to listen to and uh, Oscar has had the honor of working very closely with the Bush family on this and uh, and and here we are and we hope that uh, there are more wonderful projects Absolutely. that come out of Podcast it is, Village. It is so it's important really because as we talked about earlier, as the world seems to be aging, this is a great 
great record of history and not just stuff like uh, the, the the Kuwait battle and the the political issues when you talk to people that have personal issues and personal relationships yeah. with the Bush family you see what a, a really nice and kind and sound man he was he was just that's the thing that you get from him is they always say George H.W. Bush was a good man and a man you could trust and he really and, paints and a great quite picture. a legacy yeah, that's the last thing I'll say about H.W. Uh, when he passed away, there were many, many documentaries about mm-hmm. the life of George H.W. Bush. And the thing that I found absolutely uh, generational, a lot of these World War II guys, my father, mm-hmm. God rest his soul, had this same training. And what the training was that you never gloat. Mm-hmm. You uh, you always look out for uh, you know humility and victory. And uh, and those were different times. And that was one of the things that, uh, you know, he was not about showing the other guy up. He would be competitive to a fault. They talk about his competitive. Think of the ambition to be uh, to to be a president of the United States, to run for president, to run for any kind of office. The ambition's there. He's going to he's going to knock you down to beat you. He wants to kill you. Uh, But that's that's what they all these politicians. But once victory is at hand, the the humility of that and understanding that you you have to work with people that that existed. And he he didn't like bullies either. Mm -hmm. And you hear that like right through Yale when he was on the baseball team all the way through his life. He did a lot of that. And so it's fascinating. And it's really, really a, uh, an interesting look at relatively recent history. So I think that's uh, that's super cool. And uh, to offer balance on the show, when Oscar comes in here, I'd like to promote the next segment. We will be talking about uh, whether Winslow, our new Boston Terriers purposefully (laughs) farting in my face. We're going to do that when we come back on the Mike O'Mara Show because we have a balanced show. (laughs) This is your president speaking. These are trying times. So now I will provide you with more of my favorite words. When you hear these, it will help. It just will. Fancy, drippy, golden brown, grape, rope, hooker, intense, pointy, soda, glazed, smurf, cute, jacuzzi, parcheesy, ham, bunny rabbit, sinbad, dodgeball, energy, pea, I meant the vegetable. Not the other one, but that's okay, too. And supremacy. Thank you. Don't trust the Postal Service. And don't forget to vote on December 13th. Remember, you can't spell America without me. Get bent. Thank you. Uh, Welcome back to the Mike O'Mara Show, brought to you by Freshly. We've all spent a lot of time at home in the past few months, a lot. And at first, uh, it was kind of fun cooking at home. Well, now, if you're uh, like me, you're plenty tired of cooking all around the clock. Enough already. Oscar Santana lives on Freshly. He loves he the does. product. It's fantastic. Freshly understands that food needs to be delicious, healthy, and simple. Right, 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 right. right, right. right. Uh, with Freshly, you can avoid the grocery store and enjoy fully prepared dinners delivered fresh, not frozen, right to your door. And I will tell you something. I was thinking about the meatballs. They got it good meatballs that I like so bad. I love it at Freshly Meatballs. Yes, Oscar. Mike, I would say that this week's favorite meal, I switched it up, is the sausage and peppers. Fantastic. Oh, it is good. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Oh! 
<laughs> I think of Polly when I think of that. Freshly chefs and nutritionists do all the work. All you do is heat for three minutes and dinner is done. Choose a plan that works for you and take a break from all that cooking. It's too hot anyway. You're going to love yes. Freshly and join the almost one and a half million satisfied Freshly customers and skip the shopping, the prepping, the cooking, the cleanup. Freshly is offering our listeners $40 off their first two orders at Freshly.com slash TMOS. Don't wait. That's Freshly.com slash TMOS. And we thank you. Yeah, um, this dog, this dog that uh, we added to our family, uh, growing like a weed, Boston Terriers, uh, tons of personality, every little bit dog. I love this. We've mentioned before, though. Uh, a gaseous expulsion that can really drive people out of a room. He's sort of a, it, sort of a smush faced dog, yeah, right? But he's a little guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but those are that seems yeah. to be a common trait among smush faced dogs is they have the gas. It's just they, the way they are. That, that but there's nothing like, and it's almost on and gone. Like it's <laughs> real quick. But uh, last evening, uh, Mrs. O'Mara, we I think we'd already put Michael to bed. Uh, I'm watching, uh, what the hell was the movie I watched? Not that good. It was, uh, a, a, a year of violence about a oh, guy in like. the, uh, the, the 80s. Yeah. Fun. Fit my mood, you know? Yeah. Uh, some guy, Hispanic guy that, uh, is trying to build an oil business and oh. it had Albert Brooks in it and it had, uh, some it was other one of those movies. Is it one of those movies where Albert Brooks is now older and doesn't even be Albert Brooks anymore? It's He's just like, Albert Brooks slouching and being, yeah, of course. Well, yeah. you've got to do that now. I'm really, I don't understand that career. <laughs> how did you at all? How did you? Know. Did you just turn guy. on the and you're like, oh, just watch flipping. This? Okay, just flipping. Gotcha, I'm like, that looks okay. interesting. And uh, it's about how the guy's trying to break through and he's getting uh, indicted by the government and other oil companies trying to uh, move him out by uh, hijacking his trucks. It was just weird stuff. It wasn't gangstery. It was mm-hmm. a guy trying to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he's got a uh, relationship with his uh, wife, who was uh, the lady in the poker movie. Oh God, Jessica Chastain! Ooh. Oh, who, yeah, uh, nice. And when she, when Jessica, when Jessica Chastain is on screen, I'm not moving. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. Anyway, I like Jessica Chastain. God, so I miss I'm you watching guys. this, and <laughs> Winslow will come up and put his paws up on the the chair like nine times. Finally, right. it's my clue that he's going to come up. And then sometimes I'll, I'll put him up on my lap. Oh, he likes hanging with you. I didn't know that. Why? Yeah. I think he does, but I'm not sure. I'm right at the cusp now where he's getting more freedom and independence and he's running around. But when he approaches you, things, is yes. it because Carla is unavailable? Because that's if, when I if, get my best line this time. If he's super tired, he'll stay on my lap when Carla is out in the kitchen. If okay. he's anything but that, uh, he will jump down as soon as he sees her. So yep. she's still but when the he, alpha male. But when he no, but when he's tired, if you're his safety net, that's he, sweet. he likes that. That is, that is sweet. Like, he prefers now that he's able to jump up on the other chair that mm-hmm. we have in the room. Prefers to sleep over oh, there. So he's and oh, prefers he's to sleep. He's my equal. <laughs> yeah, I still like him. Does he have a I good go, vertical? I went, I, is he oh, good he's jumper? Not ten he's getting feet. bigger. And listen, we have a Chihuahua, so getting big for me is relative. Yeah, but sure, he's, uh, sure. But he's certainly growing a little bit, and he jumps up on the uh, the chair, uh, and that's where he'll hang out to sleep. But he occasionally wants, you know, he'll paw at me and go, Aww, "Daddy, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy." Sweet. So right. the relationship is there. Yeah. He'll kiss me in the face. I hope it continues. Everybody, here's what I don't believe: he'll say, 
Oh, it's going to get a lot better than that. It's going to. I don't buy that for a second. Why I, would I they say that? Uh, because they said <laughs> apparently that's the breed of dog. Buddy okay. of mine, Larry, my buddy Larry, Hi, Larry. Uh, says Boston Terriers Terriers are the greatest breed of dog in the world. <laughs> what he did last night on two separate occasions, though, he jumps up on my lap. Then he's trying to get and and he maneuvers his body where he is literally sitting on my chest, mm. and then he adjusts again. And then he adjusts again. And by the time he's done adjusting, his little nubby, non-functioning tail that a Boston Terrier has is off of my left shoulder. And I feel oh, him move. And I feel the... <laughs> and it is not... It, I'm so close to his little doggy duke. It's brutal. I'm right. so close that this isn't like the average... Oh, that's horrible. Mm. It's almost like something you would... Uh, smell at a refinery. Uh, yeah. it is I'm, that, I'm picturing. That I'm picturing World War One. It was stunningly <laughs> chemical weapon. Yeah, mustard and I gas. sat there and I said, Winslow, no, you don't. Not in my face. And I turn him around yeah. and he puts his little muzzle up there and he and he chills. Nice. Then he gets up again. So are you in your wants, recliner? So you're sort of at an angle. I'm right? always in my recliner. I don't mean that. <laughs> my son. I mean, but, my son. Well, my son and wife would tell you. I, uh, you know, if I'm not doing something that's important, yeah. it's a. That's well, where I am. That's why you yeah. pay the money for the chair that you want. Always feet like up it. though. Always recline like. Or yeah. just are you are you sitting? I'm usually uh, the legs are up. Yeah. Well, you, you are a legendary. Pro- you like to prop your feet up. You always have, uh, and there's like, nothing like wrong to have with the that. Feet elevated. I think it might have contributed to my osteoarthritis, but <laughs> I, I, I have the feet. So he gets up after that, and then he jumps off again. Mm-hmm. And ten minutes later, he puts his uh, paws up. I'm like, all right, make up your mind. <laughs> but I love it because he's like, right, he comes right. down. And he gets right down in between my knees where his face is uh, facing the TV. And this dog, the sign of a smart dog, actually watches television. He actually watches the TV. Does he react? The TV. Does he huh? react to things? Like, no. I've no. always wondered. He laughs, are, Rob. He laughs heartily at the funny now, lines. Now, that's not what I meant. There are dogs that will bark at animals on television. Like, And I've seen this many times. And I wonder, is that the mark of a very smart dog or a very stupid dog? No, I think because, he's smart. I, all right, okay, yeah. I'm with you. All right. But I think eventually like he will bark at it. They're like well, 35th on the list of breeds. Mm. So that's for not intelligence? dumb. That's not smart. I think so. Oh, yeah. I'll look it up. Uh, so he gets down there and he's watching a little TV, but his head's up, so he's not sleeping. And then mm-hmm. makes his way up to the chest again. I'm watching the movie. I'm just kind of looking around him. And then I notice he's put himself in the same position again, and I get a death fart twice Round like two. within a half an hour i get two death farts and he's mm. and by the way you might say well, is he capping because <laughs> you know you smell that you go you kept no no yeah, urgency. he can go out in the yard <laughs> drop <laughs> drop a coil come back inside and then lay that out there it's yeah. constant whatever the intestinal tract of that little boston terrier is, it's it's messed I up i don't it's know as smushed up as his face if that's a trait uh, like a dominance trait <laughs> like I, because look, I, I've seen enough uh, enough dogs like hump someone's leg to be like, I own you, I right. own, mm-hmm. I own you, right. And right. then on the other side, the passing of gas is something I think that just like by a lot, he might just be so comfortable with you, Mike. He's like, I guess we're just laying I, down and farting. I don't think he controls it. I or, don't think he controls it at all. You know, it could be a fact. Maybe he just doesn't like Albert Brooks movies. 
It's like a thumbs down. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's nothing that uh, you know. Some of us on this show haven't experienced. Some people uh, yeah, getting farted. Tell in me the about face. it. Yeah. I know you dealt with that all the time, but God, uh, he's still. I still love him. I still love him. He's a good little dog. How many doggy. pounds is he now? Uh, I'm not sure. I will weigh him. I will check his intelligence, and I will give you a report at a later date. And find right? out his favorite TV show. Well, this all comes favorite from the vet. I don't know. I, I get. Yeah. I know Santos is 40 pounds now. Yeah. He's a little fat. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is true. Uh, but we, you know, we take him to the main vet, and it's tough because you know you got to wait in the outside area. And I'm not talking about a lobby. I'm saying out in the parking lot where people have the moose on leashes. <laughs> Up here, we'll take a break. Yeah, my moose seems listless. Can you look at my the, moose? The Michael Mary show. Hi, I'm Pony. Do you like bonuses? How about shows? Well, how about a bonus show? Mm-hmm. I know it's unreal. The Mike O'Mara bonus show. It's a thing. And you can All buy right, it. I think you could knock. I think you could knock two of those out a week. Yeah. To be honest with uh, right? you, uh, I don't think we need to keep that around for ten weeks. That's not necessary. Get a, do a new one, Pony. Rob, do a your, new one. Your music Absolutely. is a little low. Okay. You, Thank you. Yeah, turn it up a little bit. Uh, welcome back to the Mike O'Mara Show, brought to you by Lightstream. Uh, let me see here. If you want to save money this summer, that's a great way, by the way, for you junior broadcasters out there. If you can do a live read of commercials, say, start everyone out with, "Let me see here." Well, it's comfortable. What it is, yeah, it's so casual. Yeah. Welcome back to the Michael Mary Show. This portion of the program brought to you by Lightstream. If you want to save money this summer, why not start by paying less interest on your credit card balances? Refinancing with a credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream, you can save hundreds to thousands of dollars and lower your interest rate. Lightstream offers fixed-rate credit card consolidation loans from 5.95% APR with auto pay and excellent credit. So much lower than the average credit card interest rate of over 19% APR. Lightstream rewards consumers who have good credit with a great interest rate and no fees. You can get a loan from five dollars to $100,000, and you even get your money as soon as the day you apply. I love this service. I love this website, and you need to check it out. So if you don't, you're throwing your money away. True. Our listeners can save even more with an additional interest rate discount. The only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash TMOS. That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash TMOS. Subject to credit approval. Rate includes 0.5% auto pay discount. (laughs) (laughs) Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash TMOS for more information. Thank you. Right, so welcome back to the Michael Mayor. My uh, my underlined text is verbatim and required. There, that's what you I got. Did. You I got did. it, Mike. Perfect, perfect. I get it. I get it now. There's a lot of it. Uh, Rob Spiewak, we have a very short break here. Yes, I need uh, a Rob Spiewak wildlife update. I give them up here in Maine all the time. Right. You said you have one down in Leesburg. By the way, did you happen to see when we had my sister on? She was talking about the uh, koi wolf. Yeah. That, yes. And you made the joke about the deer's the the deer deerilla. Deerilla. I saw someone did an artist <laughs> rendering of that it. Was so it looked funny. just like that. Our listeners are. 
so that funny. Somebody yeah. did an artist rendering of the combination of a gorilla and a deer. <laughs> it's a uh, it it's a was. creature native to Loudoun County, Mike, attracted to granite countertops. I and just it, don't uh, think just, of where you live as uh, like a wildlife area at all. Well, yeah, but keep in mind, I'm only a few miles away from West Virginia. You cross the bridge, and we're right up in the mountains. We're uh, right up how there. How close are you to Luray Caverns? Not close at all. Oh, I always feel uh, like that would be he would be north of Luray Caverns. Luray Luray Caverns is in the southern part of Virginia. Mm, mm. A, and a place also, I haven't been to yet, but I'm excited to go one day. It stays uh, the same temperature all year round. Let me tell you about Luray Caverns because I did years ago. I took my children there. Yes, it's really really fine. Oh, it's not great. It's just fine. They make it seem so great on the commercials, it's Mike. Not. What about the stalag pipe organ? Very fine. Or yes. bacon and eggs. Yeah, right. What? Pony checking in. Yeah. You what? know what? I've, I've been to Leroy Caverns a few times, and they show off this bacon and eggs thing, and they're like, oh, it looks like bacon and eggs, and you get to it, and it's smaller than bacon and eggs. It's terrible. Uh, so Pony is, uh, feels strongly about yeah. Leroy Caverns. Yeah, Jesus, uh, some emotion. Yeah. It's a very old natural wonder. <laughs> Wonder get, in Virginia. Did you get yes. broken up with at Leray Caverns? You're really mad about it. <laughs> no. Did you get some bad pot down out there? Of my friends and I. Well, yeah. we, we we did actually one day so, when we went to Leray Caverns and we got disappointed. Pony yeah. and I, uh, you know. By the way, Pony and I have more common ground than people give us credit for. We like the same things on TV, and I think he reacted the same way. It's just kind of uh, you expect more. Would that be accurate, Pony? Exactly. You, you exactly. Ex- expect it to be a little bigger, a little more special, and Something. really. It's really pointed wasn't. rocks. It's yeah. all it is. Well, no, now hold on. I think Natural Wonders. Uh, God, I'm up in the middle of them yeah. up here. I think yeah. that National Ac- Park, Acadia National Park, gorgeous, it's spectacular. Amazing. I mean, you've got so many things that I never. Cadillac I'm talking Mountain. 50, 60 years. I'm still not tired of this stuff. I, I like seeing it. You know, I haven't done as, as much as I because of the tourons that are up here. By the way, they're pouring in here. Way to go, America. No need to put a hold on that vacay. Just come on in with your car carriers on top and stand in line at all the shops and everything. I'm hunkered down again. I'm you hunkered down. Every, everybody is up here. Everybody that uh, either lives here full time or spends uh, you know, a part of the year here uh, is hungering down. I got now. my 72-hour COVID test to get into Massachusetts with uh, yes. paperwork uh, yesterday. And the, for the first time, they had me go out to the car and swab myself. Really? Really? really weird. That's different. Can you tell us about that tomorrow? I want to hear Absolutely. about the experience. That Have you sounds like results would, yet? Like, uh, no, I'll get it tomorrow. How can okay. it be trusted? Good. You could swap it out. I, I, I agree. This is all very weird. It's not weird. a urine test. They're not weird. kind of checking for a job like he's got heroin. I actually the want man to know. wants to go to the Cape, though. He could be swabbing <laughs> someone who's clean. <laughs> like he's sitting there with this uh, little uh, Q, Q-tip up somebody else's nose. While exactly. <laughs> I have a fever. Give, give five bucks to an intern. Here, jam this up your nose. <laughs> we'll do that tomorrow. Yes. Tell me about your wildlife. Okay, so just so you know, I'm near the mountains. I'm also, you probably don't know this, I'm about a mile away from the Potomac River. I mean, we're way out here. We're about 40 miles outside of the city and in west virginia they have spotted what they call zombie cicadas mike (laughs) and this is you see we really haven't been we haven't had a big cicada invasion in northern virginia in a while because what happens is all the building has upset their natural habitat so where they're you know when you plow up and you dig and you build that 17 year cycle it's disturbed oh wow not the case in west virginia mike 
Cicadas are being infected with a parasitic fungus that controls their mind and forces them to infect other insects. They're being called zombie cicadas, and they are experiencing a disturbing display of B-horror movie proportions where spores eat away their genitals, butt, and abdomen and then are replaced with fungal spores used to transmit the fungus to other cicadas, and they are experiencing hypersexual behavior towards other cicadas. Mm. To a point, and I quote, the parasitic fungus operates almost like LSD to the cicadas, and it manipulates the male cicadas into flicking their wings to imitate the female's mating invitation so they can infect unsuspecting male cicadas to rapidly transmit the disease. They're tricking them into having gay sex. Mm. And this wow. is all happening in West Virginia. They're not a danger to people. So don't worry. You're not going to get attacked. Do they by... make any different sounds or anything like that? They still make the same sound. But the thing is, is they're feeding on each other. Do you have because... cicadas in Leesburg? Have they come out of the ground I in the DC area? I haven't seen any this year. I have not okay. seen it. But but the thing right. is, is I don't think we will. Because again, this entire... Well, they had to shut down because of the pandemic. Well, and also tiny, tiny masks. Little, little guys. <laughs> you know, but, Don, Don Geronimo used to eat cicadas on the show by yep. the handful. Mm-hmm. I remember it was one of the most impressive things I ever saw in my whole life. I, I hated it. I hated the, the idea uh, of eating a live bug. He had no problem. He'd shove four mm. into his mouth and chew. I'm wondering if he grabbed some of those ones from West Virginia, if it would, uh, you know, give you like an acid trip. Maybe. I mean, Possibly it's, it's a, enough of them. They say that when they capture these cicadas, a third of their body is gone. It's just By like way, you've, you've erased, like the tip of a eraser goes away. Yeah, scary. it goes away. Speaking of acid, if uh, if taking acid makes me like Brad Pitt in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I'll yes. drop acid all the time. I love <laughs> it. Guy pointing a gun at you and you're going, <laughs> I've had, man, I've had love a, that movie. So many people in my life say that acid has changed their lives. And then you read, uh, for the better, then you read the bio of Steve Jobs and you just realize how much acid he took. And you're like, what is going on? What am the, I missing? The thing, scary. That's scary. Scary. the thing that's scary scared. about acid, and I've read this about a lot of rock and roll people that have done it, some are very much in favor of it, some of them are against it, but everyone seems to agree that once you take it, your life changes in a way you can't change it back. Your brain works differently. Yeah, and that's scary. I can't I can't risk that. However, if a third of my body is replaced by spores that makes me trick other males, uh, I'm into that. I think that's cool. Uh, yeah. They say that they they say and this is the quote that I really take away. This is from a West Virginia University bug guy. He says the cicadas don't know they're infected. And I'm wondering, how do they determine that? Do they ask them? Hey, how you feeling? Eh, well, they become okay. zombies. Isn't that in the no. word? They're zombies. <laughs> no, they swab them, just like Oscar got the swab. That's the I way that a, I goes. I had a stranger use my my swab. That's right. Yeah. And Rob alleges swab the cicadas. You put the little Q-tip up their nostrils. That's how you find out. Yeah, and you can order That's free a, uh, urine on the internet to replace it too. Check this out. Wow. Clean as a whistle. Spore. That's Spore. A, that, uh, that ought to be one of Trump's words. Eh? Spore. Spore. He, like, a, he doesn't like that word because he doesn't understand that word. Yeah, you're absolutely right. <laughs> we'll take a break and come back with news you may not need right here on the Michael Mara Show. <laughs>
If you'd like to learn more about The Mike O'Mara Show, the Library of Congress recommends these books. Men are from Mars, Women are from a Place Where I Break Your Computer and Sunglasses, The Very Hungry Spiewak, and Working from Home Beats Driving at Night. Ah! These and many interesting books aren't found in your local library. But if you'd like to read more, shop Walmart and Target through the TMOS Shopping Center and share your favorites at the TMOS Fans Book Club and Recommendations page on Facebook. We'll be happy to help you read more about it. Welcome back to the Mike O'Mara Show, brought to you by our bonus packages. Summertime and the living is easy. Yes. Yes, the hot August temps are here, and that means you can get yourself some delicious sweet corn. Mm. That's, a, that's the way you say it. You don't say sweet corn. You say no. sweet corn. Sweet, sweet corn. corn. Ah, uh, shucks. How about some sweet corn for you? <laughs> uh, all your favorites. Silver Queen, Golden Bantam, Seneca Chief, Gold Cup, all the corns. <laughs> That can be identified pre or post meal. <laughs> exactly, we have some some assembly required. And if you're feeling fancy, uh, the good taste of harmony is that a type of corn too? Mike, I know all these corns from memory. That harmony is both yellow and white kernels intermixed on the ear. Ooh. Harmony corn. Uh, harmony. If you can afford it, why not buy some pirate corn? Pirate corn. Mm. Mm. It's a. Oh, I'm not. That's a. That is horrible. That is a horrible dad joke you're making me read. I was hoping you would roll through it and not know it was coming. What was it? Hey, Oscar. Yeah? Here comes a Rob dad joke. If you can afford it, why not buy some pirate corn? It's a buccaneer. <laughs> Look at him. Look, All he's right. never heard it before. That's right. I never Absolutely. heard it. <laughs> it's easily 200 years old. Easily. And remember, if you buy 12, you get an extra. That's the Baker's Dozen. That's a bonus. It's nearly as satisfying as the TMOS bonus show. Get our bonus show. And now back buy to uh, uh, the dazzling Mario Lopez and Saved by the Bell already in progress. <laughs> Thank Great you. Great show. So Reboot. Bonus, bonus package. Be Play the thing. News. News. Some people are experiencing quarantine blues. Oh, yeah, oh, sure. No. Even uh, Michelle Obama on her podcast, she said, quote, There have been periods throughout this quarantine where I felt too low spiritually. These are not fulfilling times. I believe she echoes what we, uh, yeah. what we all feel to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. That's the way it goes. Uh, she says, quote, So I know that I am dealing with some form of low-grade depression. I have been. It sucks. Uh, And naturally, it isn't just the quarantine. It's everything that's happening in the news, you know? Yeah. Including that big explosion that we haven't talked Mm. about over in Beirut. That was horrible. I saw a a video yesterday of a bride doing a high-end video shoot in Beirut, Lebanon. Mm -hmm. And you see the camera. They're doing that kind of slow pan down her beautiful dress. At the moment the bomb goes off. Not a bomb. Sorry. Not an idiot. It's the explosion. The explosion, right. I don't think there's ever been an explosion of that kind that's been more documented by yeah. videotape than uh, than that. Terrifying, absolutely amazing. Terrifying. Really. And every time uh, you see it from every angle, it's just it's mind. It's it, it's it, you can't even wrap your head around it. It looks like something from Star Wars. Have you Wars. seen the angle from the gentleman in the car driving on the highway and yeah, then his about car miles away? Right? Yeah, miles away, and his car just completely toppled over. Ugh. Scary. I mean, uh, and I guess they stored. Uh, nitrate. That, 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 Sodium that nitrate. nitrate. Sodium yeah. nitrate. And they'd been warned for years that they shouldn't be storing it, but they just sort of overlooked it and said it's going to be all right. Well, it was Well, not if you're all right. bummed at all this news, Michelle Obama suggests doing jigsaw puzzles. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Michelle. Puzzles. Appreciate that. <laughs> puzzles. 
Uh, let me see. Everyone knows that that uh, that Netflix sound. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They logo. play that. You know that one. They almost went with a totally different sound. A goat's bleat. <laughs> they were almost going to use that mm-hmm. for the Netflix sound. By the oh. way, I haven't even talked about my wildlife. Maybe next week I can cover it. Right. We got we got goats across the street. We got them. I mean, thick. Like with fun goats. goats? Uh, I mean, like, are they raised? Are they domesticated goats? Or are they wild goats? Is there goat I yoga? I don't think it's like a goat dingo. I think they're. I think they're like domesticated. I mean, I don't know. It's just goats. Goats can be so funny and so like fun to like hang out with. Oh my really? god! Have you ever been yeah. to the Caps game with him? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'll have an amaretto sour, please. Uh, a Netflix exec says, "I like the sound of a goat." It was funny. I thought it was quirky, and it was our version of Leo the Lion. So for a while, we were stuck on that goat sound. I thought that would be a good time. Leo the Lion, by the way, the MGM logo. That's a goat. I don't know, dude. What? I don't know. These goats. I'm talking. They're like... I saw 10 goats in this yard oh, wow. when I was driving back from uh, Hancock Point. I'm wow. looking over, this guy's got goats, or this lady's got goats, I don't know. And at night, we sit on the front porch, and last night, you're hearing sounds, they're not human, mm-hmm. but they sh- they sound close to human. One yeah, sounds do. like a baby crying, and then you realize after a while, oh no, that's a goat. That's one of those goats. How, bi- and- how big are they? Be- uh, and do they have horns? I mean, because some of them will actually have... They're a like- thousand feet tall! <laughs> that's a big goat! <laughs> yeah, they're giant. Uh, let me turn that up so you can hear that. Thank you very much. Let me do the swoosh. There it is. There it is. Major League Baseball has been struggling to uh, operate without a bubble. Uh, MLB, every day there's another story about baseball where they're just stepping on it. Uh, just two weeks into the season, two teams have already had to shut down uh, due to full-blown outbreaks. Yesterday, the MLB, Major League Baseball, revised, uh, released revised protocols and threatened to suspend players and staff members for the rest of the season for significant violations. The new guidelines. I read a deep dive on this. This is weird. They're so controlling that it feels like a list of rules that chaperones might have uh, for an elementary school. Here they are. Number one, players and staff must wear face coverings at all times with the exception of players on the field. They must also wear masks at all times at the hotel and at public places on the road. That's okay, right? Yeah. Here we go. Gets deeper. Players are strictly prohibited from meeting in hotel rooms, not even to share food. Each time, uh, each team, I'm sorry, guys, with this news. I'm literally trying to do this in the dark. I'm really trying to... We'll fix that. We'll fix that. There we go. Uh, Each team will have a large room at the hotel with food that's set up for uh, social distancing. Very odd. I can't have you back to my room for a sandwich, though. You have to stay. (laughs) While eating and drinking, players... This is the weird one. Players are discouraged from talking to each other or even facing one another. It's just strange. It is. Players are not allowed to sit side by side on buses, and every uh, other row must be empty. That's a kind of a mm-hmm. what makes they sense. Do. Yeah. Now, on planes, players can't get up from their seats unless they have to use the bathroom. It's just so weird. Well, I mean, they, as a rule, baseball. that's oh, no. that's kind of the policy uh, anyway, isn't it? I, be- I believe that uh, this is. They didn't want to do this, but they have to because the players. Probably weren't given the proper guidance at the beginning. They're like, let's just be safe. And let's just I try to do the right thing. 
in je- here's the this is the yeah. I can articulate it this way, Oscar. I think that these rules are fine. Some of them are valid mm-hmm. for anybody if they have to. The fact that they're flying them around, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then they're saying eating uh, uh, and drinking is still permitted on planes, but players and staff are prohibited from talking to one another while doing so. It, I get it, but at the same time, the bubbles seem to be working. Yes, the NBA yeah. bubble seems to be working. And they yeah. might have thought about doing the same thing. This is going to harm some teams more than others. I know the Astros are okay because they're communicating via signs. <laughs> Thank you. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> Players must notify their compliance officer if they want to leave the hotel. That doesn't. Major League Baseball just has it wrong. I'm. Every you level. shouldn't be living the leaving the hotel, well, right? Uh, if you're going to do this right. Well, this is what this. I guess this is the problem. There's so much freedom within the the, the confines of the game, uh, confines of the game, and the rules because of the travel. You mentioned that. Right. Uh, what I would say is that right now, it's a make or break moment for Major League Baseball. If they don't right. get a, put like a, a cap on every other day, a new team being quarantined for 14 days, essentially. Right. Mm-hmm. Then the season's going to be lost. So they have to right. be. They have to go to extremes. Well, they do. what I'm what I'm getting from this uh, is a lip service vibe, where you're letting people leave a hotel and you're flying in planes and you're you're lending your your the, the the policies are lending themselves to the chance of you're them set, getting you're, infected. You're setting them up for for failure. Is what you're saying? I, so that's th- what uh, I think. Take a page out of the Michael Mara show when uh, Mike says, "When you get to a city where you're supposed to be performing, and do not leave your hotel room at all, <laughs> ever." Except, you'll never forget that. Except for when Mike leaves his hotel room and you'll, does you'll the opposite of, we, of what he told us to do. But I to be a, fair, I'm when Mike went, when he went down to the casino, he did not face anybody. I didn't want to see anybody. <laughs> I hid in a corner. Yes. I lost money. Uh, last one. While at home, while at home, players and staff members are strictly prohibited from visiting bars, lounges, malls, or places with large groups of people. The fact that you're at home, aren't they keeping these NBA guys in a hotel oh, yeah. in a bubble? Yep. Yeah, that's the way. Yeah. The only Literally. way it's going to work. Only way it's going to work. And by you know putting all these rules out and saying, look how good we're doing, it's not the priority. Well, and priority also these rules are th- they're three weeks after they should have been put out if in the you, first place. If you were the right. commissioner, Mike, and you saw that the NBA seems to be working out, wouldn't at this point you say, look, I know you want to have your home games. We're just going to go down to Orlando. They've got right. facilities there. Let's just do yeah. it there. Yeah, it's or working. Or maybe Alaska. Instead Alaska. of Orlando, you know, that's, yeah. uh, and by the way, and by the way, it's uh, still stunning to me that this stuff's going on in Florida, but uh, who knows? Uh, now on to another uh, more important subject. Someone polled 2,000 drinkers and asked about what type of alcohol they were drinking uh, when they did stupid stuff. Oh, uh, okay. Here's, here's what they found. Whiskey drinkers get arrested the most. <laughs> I can see can that. see that. Almost yeah. twice as many people said they were drinking whiskey compared to rum uh, in second place. Tequila was third. Vodka drinkers are the most likely to get naked in public. <laughs> that seems third, fun. A third of people whose streak said they were drinking vodka when it happened. Uh, number three, you're most likely to get a tattoo after drinking vodka. 42% were drinking hmm. it when they got inked up. Rum was next to 21%. Rum making a really nice showing on this list here. Yeah. Uh, number four, you're most likely to set something on fire while drinking tequila. <laughs> <laughs> I think rum probably making a good showing because it's a vacation drink. Yeah, and probably hey. when you rum up on vacation, you're likely to do some crazy stuff. 
Over a third of people who've started a fire when they were drunk said tequila was the culprit. Tequila. Uh, tequila also causes the worst hangovers. Yes. Um, I am living proof of that. I was. Uh, it was legal back in Connecticut at 18 to drink. My first real drinking was tequila, and I gave it up for almost uh, all of my life. Do you remember that? Yeah. started in the last few years. I have no idea. All I knew, we were yeah. drinking shots. And my, I was, was Belmont. Sicker than my guy was Montezuma in a plastic bottle. First tequila. Uh, as Ooh, a rule, avoid all ahead. liquors in a plastic bottle. Ooh. Just as a Ooh. rule of thumb. Tequila, the worst hangovers, followed by uh, vodka, whiskey, rum, and gin. And tequila drinkers have the most blackouts. <laughs> Just under four a year. Oh a year? God. Four a year on average. Wow. Scotch Once drinkers per season. Have wow. The fewest at 1.4 a year. Right now, I would, uh, if I was surveyed, I would say craft beers uh, <laughs> give you the most chance of a blackout. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Colonel Colburn. I, apro- I apologize. I, I would no say that uh, blackouts for me most often caused by Christmas parties. Yep. All I know is the day the Colburns were here, Carla said, go out and look at the deck. And it looked like somebody slaughtered a cat. Oh, I remember anyway, uh, the yeah, sticky and it was deck. All, all sticky beer. Yeah, sticky beer everywhere. Where I just gone. Rah, 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 rah. Well, you were opinionated. What I do, what I do. Uh, so you're visiting one of our country's fine national parks. And, uh, uh-oh, you find yourself face-to-face with a bear. How will you escape? How will you escape? Uh, Well, the National Park Service would like to remind you what not to do. They put up a Facebook post yesterday on their official page reminding people that if they encounter a bear, quote, please don't push your slower friends down in attempts to save yourself. Funny. Wow. (laughs) The advice is mixed with other tips like don't run and don't climb a tree. If you can't run or climb a tree, uh, what the hell is going on out here? We don't hear it. screaming. I do. It's weird. Uh, Goats. If you can't run, climb a tree, or sacrifice your friends, what do you do? Stay calm, slowly move away, and walk sideways while you keep eye contact with the bear. I'm not going to bite you, baby. They, they find that non-threatening. <laughs> I, thought you, 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 I thought the rules were to get big, like make yourself big. Yeah, I thought that was what you're supposed to do. And then hold your ground. Mm-hmm. No. Didn't you see the revenant? Huh, Leonardo Crapio. He made himself big. Look what happened yeah. to him, you know? Well, sometimes it works. Even after he killed it, it landed on him. Uh, spoiler. And now a little something, something. Uh, and by the way, if you like the quantity over quality for jokes, this is your day. Oh, good. I uh, like this. A 26-year-old guy named Albert Nidro from Yorkshire, England, spent the past two weeks planning an elaborate proposal for his girlfriend, Vararija Medevic. And uh, his plan included putting more than 60 balloons and 100 candles around the living room in their apartment. So he lit all the candles, then went out to get Valeria and bring her home to propose. But when they got there, the apartment was on fire. <laughs> and the fire department was rushing over to put it out. No one was hurt, but the apartment was completely destroyed. We shouldn't laugh. This at is other not people's funny. No, no. But really, 100 candles. You got to be careful. Candles are. Look, too if much. you know somebody likes candle, warn them, all right? One they can is too much. Right. On the, uh, on the bright side, Vararija still said yes, nice. which is a happy ending to that story. Uh, one qualifier, as long as he stays away from his old flames. Ah! <laughs> 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 they, after this happened, they didn't have a place to live, so they went to a friend's house uh, to watch a movie. What movie? John Wick. Ah! 
There is no doubt they're a perfect match. I'm sorry. That's it. That's it. I'm out of here. Thank you very much. I like much. the John Wick. I did yeah. like the Wick, too, yeah. The last one was weak. I'm sorry. I only do the best I can. We'll take a break. Come back with the audio vault and Rob Spiewak right here on the Mike O'Mara Show as you listen to the song stylings of Yes! I would say, uh, oh, I would say it's, I would say it's, uh, well, your features tomorrow. Uh, I love this. Like, uh, uh, thank you. Uh, I, 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 a nice I, reminder. I would say, uh, I would say, uh, I would say, um, I said I that say, once this weekend, uh, maybe twice, three times, uh, four. I would say, uh, four. I would say, uh, I would say so I said, I would say, for, for, I would say, nice, I would say, I would say what would he say? <laughs> Find out every Friday. It's Oscar's Take on the Mike O'Mara Show. Oh, damn! <laughs> Thank you. Welcome back to the Mike O'Mara Show, brought to you by the TMOS Patron Society. Uh, we don't like to ask, but we will ask because it helps the show, and we want to keep the show chugging along. The TMOS Patron Society. We need you to go to MikeO'MaraShow.com, click on the Patron Society banner, and make a pledge. One, five, ten dollars a week, or any amount, even a one dollar donation, it doesn't matter. Up to you. Everything helps. Even if it seems insignificant, you can really make a difference. If you're there for us, we'll be here for you. And if you can contribute, please do. We'd appreciate that. Your support means the world to us. Now more than ever, we appreciate you and we thank you. Let's open up the audio ball quickie today. Ran late with Rob Spiewak. Take it away, Rob. Thought of you. The ice maker in the refrigerator you had trouble with in Florida. It was a uh, stainless, a stainless, and a stainless steel uh, French door, right? Split down yes. the middle? Mm-hmm. I believe this is a Samsung that was trending on YouTube yesterday. A lady came downstairs and for no reason, her refrigerator was just dispensing ice. Mm. There was ice cubes all over the kitchen floor. And I heard this sound. I said, this is almost intoxicating. Those little crescent-shaped, impossible to handle with your hand. And instead of going over to try to stop it, she's videotaping it as her floor fills with ice. So anyway. Is it a, is it a Samsung? Can you it see? It looks to be a Samsung. She can get close enough. But I know it's a similar make and model to what you had. So she's got the opposite problem. She got too much ice. You had none ice. <laughs> Sounds like a hailstorm. Yeah, I know. Non ice. Yeah. So we were talking about what you do when you drink whiskey and vodka. I know that when you get drunk, you get those late night drunk munchies. And mm-hmm. it's always nice when you have friends that support you. This is a gentleman who went over and grabbed to take a bite of a pear and took a second bite of the pear, and he didn't like it because his friend then told him, that's not a pear, that's a potato. This tastes bad. <laughs> Ew. This is not a pear. It's a potato. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a pear. It's a potato. Funny. I would do and you that. know what? I think a pear is sort of an overlooked fruit. You don't I see love a, pears. I do too. You don't see a lot of them. So anyway, doesn't great. he sound played again? Doesn't he sound like Hasselhoff? A little bit. Yeah. Like Hasselhoff. When Hasselhoff, yep. Yep. This tastes bad. <laughs> Ew. This is not a pear. It's a potato. <laughs> I love her reaction. That's sweet. I want to offer some good news. As we said, you know, we're all dealing with bits of light depression. So the president says things are going to be okay. The country's in very good shape, and we're set to rock and roll. This thing's going away. It will go away like things go away. It's coming down. 
and pretty substantially in many locations. It'll go away. Like things go away. Absolutely. It's uh, no question in my mind. It will go away. Please go ahead. Hopefully sooner rather than later. Bad enough that you say it will go away like things go away, but he said it twice in the same day. So obviously that's mm-hmm. something that's going through his thought process. It'll go, It'll go away. away like my ex-wives went away. Like things go away. <laughs> this is the worst pear I've ever eaten. It tastes Crunchy. like potato. <laughs> Crunchy. That's what he would say. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Bad. <laughs> Ew. This is a pear. It's a potato. <laughs> he says, this isn't a pear. <laughs> Let's close with this. The biggest wireless provider in Australia is anybody? Anybody? T-Mobile. Telstra, oh, right. it's an Australian company, and there's a rumor on the internet that the 5G process, the 5G technology is spreading the COVID virus. <sighs> they actually filmed a commercial and are airing this in Australia. 5G is spreading coronavirus is a theory you might have heard on the dark web, or as it's currently called, Facebook. Firstly, radio waves cannot spread viruses. If they could, someone would have weaponized Smooth FM years ago. Furthermore, from an electromagnetic energy perspective, 5G is in the same range as 3G and 4G. Just ask Telstra's 5G EME expert, Mike Wood. That's right, Mark. Viruses cannot travel on radio waves or mobile networks. 5G and other telecommunication radio frequencies do not affect the immune system. If COVID-19 was spread by 5G, then why do so many cities and countries yet to have 5G have the virus? Perhaps something else is spreading the virus, like the fact that it's a virus. Yes, we get it, <laughs> Australia. We get it. I think you made your point for yeah. the love of God. I love the fact that maybe it's spreading for another reason because it's a wow. virus. That's wow. your magic audio vault. Don't fear your cell phones, everybody. It's okay. Hey, don't forget to uh, check out all the best with uh, Georgia, uh, George and Barbara, uh, the George and Barbara Bush Foundation, and a wonderful podcast hosted by Sam LeBlond. You get a real perspective on that uh, Kuwait invasion, and it's uh, great for history buffs. I think you check it out. That's so wonderful. That's it. We got to get out of here. We'll see you next time for a brand new episode for Rob Spiewak and Oscar Santana. Michael Mara saying so long, everybody. Bye bye. Ciao, ciao. Before you go, please make a mental note. Today's show is made possible by the TMOS bonus packages. You can secure yours right now by going to MikeOmeraShow.com and clicking on the red bonus banner. Buy it or give it. Either way, you're helping out TMOS, and that's a good thing. Thank you, and go in peace. This tastes bad. <laughs> Ew. This is a pear. It's a potato. Mike O'Mara, Radio <laughs> Entertainment. Now get home safely. Good night. It's been a good day. My God, what a good day for mankind. Good night, Jerry. Good night, Newman. Bye-bye.